Good day everyone, Mike Hal here. With Will and Charlie still celebrating slash recovering from the new year, we've decided to have a look at some of the highlights from our podcast that was named Best of iTunes 2016. Yeah. We're still trying to figure out why too. If you can work it out, please let us know via the Facebook page, or, on Twitter at Tofop. In the meantime, please enjoy this look back at the year that was. Take it away Mr. Deeks. The following episode of Tofop is rated M.A. It may contain Batman references, time travel references, sexual references, lost trains of thought, and mild coarse language. Tofop advises that the program is not suitable for anyone under the age of 15 or anyone who enjoys succinct, coherent conversation that might actually have a point. Minors must be accompanied by a parent, guardian or priest. This is John Deke speaking. CD, Go, Alpha, Grape Juice, Ribena, Mountain Dew. Hang on, what are you doing? I was doing a sound check. Is that, but hang on, why were you saying those words in particular? Is that like an actor's <laughs> thing? Is that like <laughs> one of those like warm-up exercises? Yeah, yeah, but or? I was just making it up. Okay, so yeah. that wasn't like a... No, that's not so a genuine... You, I don't, there is a, the only vocal warm-up I do is Woi uh, Woi War Memorial. Hang on, tell me what that one is. Well, it's woy to, woy war memorial. It's because Australian men. Uh, woy woy war memorial. We don't use. We we often keep our lips still when we talk. It's that kind of. We just talk like that, and so sometimes it's hard to hear. So a way to practice just, using. Just for the record, you know how we were just speculating uh, before we decided to do the mic check. Uh, why is Ramona in here? Yeah, it turns out it was to just come in and fart. Oh Jesus! Then, I just got it as you yeah, said that, and then leave. Oh, farting yeah. really is the fourth oh, dimension, man. And then she just fucked off. She oh. just came into this mostly That's airtight actually room. Terrible. Uh, yeah, man. Like this, I don't know what's going on with her at the moment. But I think she's eating. It's a, it's like she's eating shit and then shitting it out, then eating it again and shitting it. I don't think that is what's happening. But um, she's actually eating. I've been making them food, but uh, to try to combat this. Have we started the show? No, well, I am recording, so we could have. Yeah. Do you want to start? Yeah, sure. Okay, let's start. Okay. I mean, Ev- it sounds okay. So. <laughs> Everyone relax. This is Tofop. Uh, I'm Charlie Claus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we did it so far in, I forgot how it went. <laughs> <laughs> no, I forgot too. <laughs> okay. Thanks go, to the go point. Again. Uh, 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 that, uh, I've never, I've, I've heard you joke about Ramona farting in here uh-huh. on uh, Fofop and stuff. I don't think I've ever, that's the first uh, full brunt assault and it was terrible mate when amy and i uh, now understand why there's that t-shirt with her farting yeah uh, we drove uh amy and i to byron bay to go for a holiday i know you also went for a holiday to byron bay yeah Uh, we went for an earlier holiday to byron bay yeah we uh we have it in our contracts we don't travel together to the same place at the same time yeah podcasting rules like the royals Um, and uh, only for the royalty of podcasting yeah. and us. Yeah. <laughs> We're like that weird cousin that you're like, they're royalty too? And they're like, we are. Yeah, they're the ones who inbred to it's get the bloodline pure. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we, we decided that we would uh, get this place where we could take the dogs. So uh, we went to Suffolk uh, Park, uh, uh, that beach That's there. That's also Tullos. where I stayed. 
Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> and there's that big dog beach there yeah. and you can let the dogs off the leads and stuff. And so brilliant, brilliant thing for a holiday, a house where they were happy for you to have a dog and then we're just walking distance down to this beach. Brilliant. Had a really great time. It was really fun. But we drove, obviously, to take the dogs up there. Um, and they were, it was during a storm. Oh. When we drove up, it was I just, just imagined oh. what a car filled with two dog farts smelled like. And I mean, and we, could, me we couldn't open the oh. windows because it was raining so badly. That, that, like, now, you're someone who doesn't cope well oh, with I do not smells. Totally. I do not cope well with that at all. And Amy is very smell. Oh, like, yeah, she's, she's even worse than you. Well, yeah, she's not as sensitive as me, but she uh, has a greater sense of smell. Yeah, so, so more things bother her. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. She, she has some like super sense. Like her sense of smell is yeah. like that's incredible. not that's not the X Men power you want. Is like real sensitive smell. She's like a human sommelier. She can tell what I've eaten like yeah. hours before. Yeah, she's amazing. From smelling what? Just your skin. I mean, I just guess. I don't even know. Like, sometimes I, like, brush my teeth and stuff and, like, wash my face and still she's like, yeah, you know <laughs> you this? Look, and I was like... And you look down and there's a whole bowl of bolognese in your lap. <laughs> I mean, there may be a hidden camera yeah. <laughs> somewhere around the house. I mean, she may have a live stream of me at all times. Why do you want me to take this teddy bear into the shower? Yeah. Just do it. <laughs> when you eat, take the teddy bear. <laughs> Why? I don't understand. When you go out to do your podcast, right. take the teddy bear. <laughs> Yeah, so um, we were stuck in this car. It was, it was, it was horrible. It was really horrible, to be honest. Yeah, there's. I, so I've started cooking for them. So, uh, do you change their diet? Like, well, did I change their diet after the fast? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I've started cooking food for them because we tried all the brands of like food and all the really expensive, like sciencey ones and shit, and nothing was working. I mean, they are still fa- farts, just they, farts. I mean, they are fatty dogs. Yeah. But here's here's what you've got to realize about them is. I think really it's 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 really kind of a harm minimization scheme you've got to go for. You can't assume that there is going to be no farts at all. What I think you've got to do again, like the sommelier, is you've got to work out or what, like what yeah. farts you can put out with, right? <laughs> so what foods like there's going to be farts. You've just got to go. Hey, okay, here's the deal. There is no solution. To no farts. Well, yeah. there's kind of a solution, which is charcoal tablets, but yeah. I don't want to give them charcoal tablets every day. That doesn't seem like... It's the that's... same as if you have to ride on a school bus with 15 teenage boys. There's going to be farts. Right. Like... It's just part of it. What can you tolerate? Okay, so what can you tolerate, right? So you don't want the egg sandwich day, right? <laughs> so it's the same with the dogs. And so I have kind of been weaning them onto food that is like... So I've been cooking it myself. I go and get like... If there's like chicken... Here's the thing about, because I'm a vegetarian, so yeah. I, I don't ever think about these sort of things. Um, and I always watch all those cooking shows and I love them and I can never cook, but now I've got this compromised position where I can cook for dogs. For dogs. <laughs> <laughs> it's so horrible. You're like, I love animals, but kill them for my animals. Yes. <laughs> so um, anyway, what I've been doing in the summer, it's summer here and like, you know, I, I like to turn on it's the It's summer in Australia. Because when it's summer in Australia, you know cricket is the number one game in town. Yo, ask anyone around. around. Yo. Yo. From Bunbury in the what, from Bunbury in the East to Bunbury in the West to Darwin to Dandenong, whatever the address might be. Me. You, you can, can see, see me, me on the TV. TV. Well, not just me, but the commentary team. They're sort of my boys, if, if you know, know what, what I mean. mean. Now, I thought Captain Australia was a pretty tough, tough job, <laughs> but it's absolutely nothing. Can Keep it to look enough for this, this mob. mob. Let me see. There's Greg and Anne wanting Richmond. There's, <laughs> and and then, then, of course, there's me. And we say, dun, 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 dun. what a marvellous ball. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. What a marvellous catch. Dun, 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 dun. What a marvellous crowd. Dun, 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 dun. 
But the commentary team, when we see the game, it's marvellous. Yeah, I don't know how we got to that. Because it's something in Australia. Every summer night when my head hits the pillow, I drift off to sleep when I dream about leather. What? And Willow and Bill and Porter and Bernie and Dino and McDermott and Moody. Whoever it might be in the super Australian side of seasons 91, 92. What about Big Merv? Yes, him too. Oh, come on. Is the hero this man? Oh, turn it up, bull. He may be to you. Well, he's got a lot of guts. Well, he eats too much food. Hey, hey, you do. Look, it really doesn't matter. Look, no one gives a stuff a dick. Merv's a little fatter. Oh, my God. Just as long as we're being those Pakis or Poms or Sindians or South Africans, it doesn't matter where they're where from. It might be India, Zimbabwe, uh, New Zealand. If I don't take a breath, I reckon I might just be killing over soon. Come on, Richard, can't afford to take a breath. <laughs> This is the best. We may owe uh, Billy Birmingham some money after this, but this is the best. All because you said it's summer in Australia. That when it's immediately, summer. When it's summer in Australia, if you don't like cricket, I can tell you it's a real bummer that. It's cricket number one game in, in town. town. Yo. Yep. Just ask anyone around. MCJ Hammer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Richie and I'm the king. I'm the king commentator. I'm the number one thing, but I'm a singer too and a jammer. And that's when I become MCG Hammer and I feel a solo coming on. Do it, Rich. Yo! <laughs> and you took me way back then, Will. We had a discussion about the microphones. And whether they were in the right direction. <laughs> because uh, I think in the Christmas episode, they were not. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, because uh, I, I cut that episode and uh, I haven't cut an episode in a while. And I was listening to it, it sounds like like really muffled or in the distance. So it came into the pod cave and I was like, oh yeah, they're, they're pointed in the wrong direction. That's the, th- the thing that I don't understand though. It's like, there's almost like a ghost of this podcast because there's no reason that we'd be pointed in the opposite direction. It's not like when we finish podcasting, we turn them around until next time. Like from the last time I podcast, I just assumed they were still in the correct direction. Yeah, but we fuck around a lot when we come into the pod cave, like we have to step around the mic stands and stuff. Like there is a bit of faffing. So I reckon that it's not inconceivable that we could have moved it in one of our 15 minute, get into the chair, talk about football pre-show I mean, conversations. But, but for both of us to have put them in the opposite That's direction to what they need to are. be. <laughs> you know how like, John Lennon and Paul McCartney were so in sync, they created amazing music. We're so in sync, we create terrible podcasts. Right. I mean, terrible audio, I would like to think, rather than terrible content. Who knows? You'd be the judge. Anyway, this uh, podcast brought to you by uh, our subscribers on Patreon. Because we haven't had a chance, really, to talk uh, in a live sense. I've mentioned it a couple of times at the intros and stuff. But um, to talk about the fact that uh, people actually support the podcast now. And it's fantastic. And the support's been really fantastic so far. Overwhelming response, really. And we're going to add some more like shit to it and uh you know look if we can get to a, a like a certain amount of Ramona is like <laughs> she's it. like she's no like, more she's like no more <laughs> you know what it is I think she does doesn't like the podcast oh really I think she came well, it's because as, I'm back right while I was gone she was the world's worst co-host right and now you're back and yeah. she's like fuck this guy <laughs> fuck this guy I don't like him I just want to sit in here with you farting in front of strangers yeah. she's like the Sammy Hagar like you know when David Lee Roth left Van Halen Sammy Hagar took over and everyone's like yeah Sammy Hagar's good it still sounds like Van Halen and then David Lee Roth comes back and is like oh no 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 that, that's much better right you're the Sammy Hagar of dogs how do you feel about that Ramona Ramona, Ramona does not feel good about it I think she's the one who turned the mics around <laughs> I think she snuck in here pissed on the floor as she sometimes does and then turned the microphones around she was like fuck your podcast <laughs> <laughs> 
So this is uh, our first kind of uh, post-break holiday, summer break. We both had holidays. Yeah, we did. So you went to Honkers. Well, that was a work trip slash holiday. Yeah. So I, I had to do two hours of standing up comedy. Well, I did 70-minute shows, so whatever that is, do the math yourself. But yeah. I was meant to do an hour, but there was no show after me, so there was a little extra. Um, and... Uh, it was one of those things where it was the first year of a festival, Charlie. Now, yes. I'm going to tell you and the, the listeners. The Hong Kong Comedy Festival. Uh, it was the Utterbelly Festival. Now, Utterbelly are one of the huge producers in Edinburgh, the, the world's biggest uh, arts festival there in Edinburgh. Um, in the comedy sense, there are only a few massive producers, massive venues, and, yeah. and Utterbelly, Underbelly is one of those. They're Utterbelly. Main, so, the, the, the group is called Underbelly, oh. but they, their main venue is called the Utterbelly. And it is an upside down purple inflatable cow. It's kind of like the Spiegel tent, but it's a, it's a venue they take all over the world and you perform in an upside down inflatable cow, basically, right? And um, I left a dairy farm. You realize you just said that sentence. You go to work in an upside down inflatable cow. Right. That travels the world. I've worked in that cow in Scotland. I've worked in that cow in England. And I've worked that in that cow now in Hong Kong. It's the reason that inflatable cow took me to Hong Kong. I left the dairy farm 24 years ago, Charlie, in my white barina that I got for my 18th birthday. Well, that I bought for myself for my 18th birthday. And uh, I drove away and I said, no more cows. Never look back. I will will enjoy cheese. I will drink some milk in my coffee. But you said, sorry, cows are moving on. That's what I said. (laughs) I said, I am utterly sick of your shit, <laughs> and I am out of here. So, they were cheesed off, but I think everything was fine in the end. Uh, anyway, <laughs> don't want to butter you up, but here is uh, what I was trying to say. Uh, I went to Hong Kong, and I performed in a giant upside-down inflatable purple cow under the building uh, from The Dark Knight. Ah, yeah. right. The one that when he has to bust in to get the dude? Well, technically, I was under the building that he flies from to bust into that building. Okay. So, but yes, in that general vicinity, the yeah. original building rather than the broken into. So, building. is that like the tallest building in uh, Hong Kong or something? Is that why it's? It is now. Have you ever been to Hong Kong? No, it's fucking. I, I it's rad. I loved it. I like. I I thought I, I had a really good time. I had a much better time than I expected that I was going. What to do have. I know about Hong Kong? Yeah, what do you know? That's yeah. So I knew nothing. I really stumbled into Hong Kong with the gist of what Hong Kong would be like, and Hong I was wrong. What I was Hong wrong about? <laughs> what? <laughs> Hong Kong. I uh, yeah. What do you know? What uh, do you imagine Hong okay. Kong to be? Um, they it was a British colony. I know that. Mm-hmm. So I imagine there's a lot of English speaking there, right? English speaking uh-huh. uh, uh, Chinese people. Yeah, not as much as you. Are they but... are they considered Chinese? Okay, yeah, or well, Hongkongese. They're, they're Chinese now. Like, is Hongkongese a word? Uh, I, well, it's a word. <laughs> <laughs> it may be a racial slur. I don't know. <laughs> Um, I'm not sure what the people of Hong Kong actually call themselves, uh, but they are honkies. Um, honkies. <laughs> We're honkies. Uh, you a natural honky? Yeah, I'm a honky <laughs> from way back. Uh, yeah, originally British and now Chinese. Yeah, so, right. But predominantly, as you walk around, Chinese like Asian-looking people. Yeah, and certainly yes, people in businesses and stuff speak English, but don't expect that everybody speaks English. Don't expect that you can walk into a shop and the person there will necessarily speak English because that is not the case. Uh, it's a harbour city. Yeah, it's on the water. All right. Yeah, that's okay. Bad. That's not because I I see those like uh, like I mean all right. I may have <laughs> about to lose all my all my credits. Like uh, dragon boats. Do you see kind of like old? Old sort of sailboats, like dragon boats, Chinese sailing boats in the harbour. Mm, are you thinking about the Chinese New Year celebrations at Darling Harbour yes. in Sydney? <laughs> 
No, I'm thinking of... Are you in, thinking about the Birdman think, rally at no, Moomba? I'm, I'm thinking of Indiana Jones. You're made out of beer cans, right? Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Yeah, that's right. That's my other... Yeah. I think that's Hong Kong. Isn't I mean, it? you get old... You don't... Possibly. I did not see any in the week that I was there and we were on the harbour, but... Um, Jackie Chan drove a car through like... Is there kind of like a, um, a favela district like you got in Brazil? Like all kind of like... Sort of cheap houses all like on a hillside somewhere? You, yes, but you know the most interesting thing about uh, Hong Kong was I've never seen a city. Like there's 8 million people, nearly 8 million people in like this tiny island. Like yeah. you've been to New York, right? And people talk about the idea of New York being like busy or like New York being this mm. city that never sleeps. Fuck, New York's nothing. New York's on fucking NyQuil compared to Hong Kong. Like, Hong Kong, these people are all jammed in together. The subway system there is the most amazing thing I've ever been on in my entire life. It's like the the way they get around that city and, like, you know, the packed, like, you know, trains and whatever, but the way that it all functions in it, like, a really, mm. really good and effective way. It, it's insane. But the you will see these billion-dollar, like, monolith high, like, skyscrapers, and then right next to them is, like, a building made out of bamboo. Like, somebody has made, like... <laughs> and, 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 and and three little pigs live inside it, right? I know, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then there's one that's made out of straw. And it's like... <laughs> that you just haven't experienced her way before, but she fucking marches the beat of her own drum. Well, she's a fucking Amazon warrior. Of course she's exactly. going to snap her neck. She is. I'm sick of these double standards for women. And Absolutely. Men. I mean, she's fucking one woman in a superhero fucking tribe that's mm. dominated by useless fucking men. One of them can't even get out of the water. <laughs> yeah, somehow he's got a head further than she has. So, I mean, come on. Talia fights. She's the Beyonce, I imagine, Wonder Woman. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like she's like, you know. She's going to break you out. Know, and have a, she'll be fine in a solo career. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh, you women. Wonder Wave women. your lassoes. Yeah. We're all women. Yeah. Flying, you're invisible. Yeah. yeah. We're all Wonder Women. <laughs> yeah, she could. No, she'll be Oprah. She, she won't be fucking, fucking Beyonce. She'll yeah. have her own fucking. You get an invisible jet. <laughs> <laughs> the WW Network. Yeah. Uh, so Talia fights Batman and is defeated. Okay. But the Justice League now has to deal with the OMAC army and the real mastermind and the real mastermind oh behind the real mastermind behind its creation. Oh, 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 hang on! So someone's behind all this that we haven't yet. Yeah, experienced. who of the DC villain universe who would be behind it? <sighs> I mean, Lex Luthor. Yeah. Of the yeah, okay, all right. Lex Luthor. Using a powerful EMP generator. Okay. Electromagnetic. That was big for a while as well, wasn't it? An EMP. EMP. Well, yeah. that's actually and Dark Knight. There's a couple of Dark Knight. You know what? In this. This, this is, this is like, you know what? It was doing a lot of things that it were, have been big set pieces. That's, what, and, I, that's yeah, what I was saying before. I know, but, okay. I, but I didn't have enough evidence <laughs> to believe you. But <laughs> to you, jump to your conclusions. Well, you know what? You've already read this, so you got a sense from things that were coming up that that it's was not a race, case. Mate. Not a race. It's just I'm smarter than you. Well, I mean, <laughs> A, you just made it a race, and B, that would be... Imagine if that was, like, the race. You're like, one person is allowed to do it all first before you know there's a race. <laughs> Intelli- I just took intellectual peptides. <laughs> Using a powerful EMP generator created uh-huh. by Wayne Industries, 
and aided by the former Kid Flash, Wally West. Okay. Now the second Flash. Yeah, sure. The Justice League defeats the I O-Max. mean, by the way, Flashes aren't fucking interchangeable, George Lucas. I will say that, though. I understand what he's doing. Hang he's on, getting, what did you say? He's getting both Flashes in. But you know what? You fucking killed the first Flash. George off. Lucas, George Miller. What did I say? You said George Lucas. Oh, fucking George Lucas. Was, <laughs> sorry, George Lucas. Sorry, sorry George, George Miller. Miller. Sorry. We're never getting him on the show. No, no, no. He's my neighbour. He'll be into it. Got to ask him. Uh, okay. He's been away winning awards. Yeah, fuck, hasn't he? I mean, I we should listen back. There is an episode, I'm sure people out there know better than us, where we talk about the upcoming Mad Max film, mainly my hopes and dreams. Uh-huh. And you were like, I think you make a prediction like uh, Tom Hardy will, you know, uh, win an Oscar or something like that. And you were close because yeah. if you had told me a year ago that Mad Max Fury Road would be up for 10 Oscars, you'd be uh-huh. like, you know what? Actually, you know what it is? Have you seen the new Entourage film? Yep. Terrible. 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 And, the and, fil- I, and I don't mind Entourage. No, I don't mind Entourage either, either but that 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 movie was so bad. And there's, Terrible. And there's this conceit in it where Vince wants to direct a film. Uh-huh. And halfway through the film, you see like the first five minutes of the film and it looks awful. Like awful. the worst music video you've ever seen. Well, because then by the end- but it turns out the people... They, he's, like a, he's like a DJ. It's like the Matrix. He's like a DJ it, who's got superpowers and he's shoot, was he shooting lightning out of his hands or but, something but, stupid. But basically you're watching a terrible movie yeah. about someone. Like They're already making a terrible movie and within it they're trying to make this movie, which it turns out is also terrible because the people making the movie don't, do not know how to make movies. Yeah, yeah. Both of them are terrible. Let alone a film. The fictional movie and the movie you're watching, both are terrible. And that actually makes the plot quite confusing because the rest of the film is spent with people pleading with people to give them more money so they can complete it because it's a masterpiece. Right. But you've seen that five minutes and it looked awful. It really picks up <laughs> like, from there. <laughs> really comes home strong. But then the final conceit of the film is that it gets nominated for like best Oscar, best director, best yeah. picture, best supporting actor. And you're like... Never. No, no that no. would never happen. No, it would not happen. So, I if mean, you had told me a year ago yeah, okay. that Mad Max Fury Road was going to... You'd be like, you are crazy. I mean, it is bizarre. I don't think it's bizarre. I don't think... A, I don't think it's been... The Dark Knight wasn't nominated. I don't think it'll win as like as many as it deserves to win, by the way. It'll win a lot of technical ones, but I hope it'll win more than that. Because... He has to be a shot for director. I hope so. Because it, it's actually one I of the most... I don't think it's been a great year for... Like, I mean, I know there's been some good movies this year, but I don't think it's like a standout year where you're like, it's definitely going to be this film or it should be definitely... Like, some of the nominations... Like, I went and saw Jobs the other night. Yeah, you didn't like Jobs, I could tell. Well, A, it's like... Okay, firstly, Michael Fassbender's been nominated. I like, I really like Michael Fassbender, but he looked like Michael Fassbender. Like he, I, I did not complain about. I that. did not feel like he, like ever, really made me feel like he was Steve Jobs. I'm gonna say something really fucking controversial. I reckon Ashton Kutcher oh. felt more like oh. fucking Steve Jobs than Michael Fassbender did. I know you're. I right. was just like watching Michael I Fassbender. I know you're upset right, <laughs> right now, Will. So I'm just gonna pretend like you didn't say that. <laughs> I haven't seen the Ashton Kutcher one. Well, secondly. Aaron Sorkin, who, again, I like. I like everyone who's involved in this film. Like, I didn't Danny want to Boyle. not like it. Yeah, I'm Danny Boyle, Kate Winslet. Like, Kate Winslet has been nominated. Kate Winslet, not Kate Winslet. All right, Kate Winslet, then. <laughs> or whatever, Kate Winslet. Oh, by the way, 
we, I uh, was talking to someone about our idea of doing a limited edition Tofop cassette tape. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <clears throat> and everyone's like, what did you say? And I said, cassette. And they said, it's cassette. Now, I went back and listened to it. We both say cassette. And then I asked someone else. Is that a Victorian New South Wales thing? Or I don't know. Well, the, there was two Kiwis and a Scot. Uh-huh. They both told me that. Because you were, you, were, you were at the time in a joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were in a bar with a horse. and uh... But they were saying cassette, cassette. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure I've always said cassette. Cassette. I'm probably, I said both. Cassette. Cassette, cassette. What, what comes most naturally to you? Cassette. All right, finish this sentence for me. Kenny Everett, video. Cassette. So you say cassette. Oh, that was cassette. That wasn't cassette. We were saying cassette and cassette. I mean, who cares? You knew what we meant. <laughs> was there anyone who was like, I don't understand what you're talking about now? Coming from a dude who's made fun of the fact that I can't say penguins. Oh, I mean, but that's different. <laughs> that, that's not. No, that's, that's different. Because what you, we're doing, I, I think, is probably a regional pronunciation. Like, I think from probably from... You reckon? Yeah. I'd I, be interested to know. I think it'd be like Lego and Lego. It'd be like... You uh, should put a poll on the Facebook page. Yeah, new, do you say cassette or do you Castle say ca- cassette? Or Newcastle. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there is those regional ways of saying things that are different. So it's probably just. But that. you alternated between. The Amy two. mocks me all the time because she's from New South Wales. She, we've got different ways. Like the way I say milk, apparently. Milk, like, milk, yeah, milk. milk. I don't milk. hear it. She's told me that. But she, yeah, she, she's complained she's about. <laughs> I mean, milk comes up a lot. My parents are dairy farmers, you know. <laughs> so anyway, all right. Good on you, George. Is the point of that? <laughs> <laughs> We're never getting him on the show. So, are they not birthing the aliens? Well, they no. It doesn't sound that's, like that, it. I mean, that's the, why she's been able to have 10 and still keep that, you know, bikini mm. body. Post-baby figure. Yeah. So, they just take the eggs at the end. Sound, well, they're just like, yeah, you know. They're like, oh, the women just go and just dump their eggs right. and just leave. So typical. Yeah. In alien culture, they find that, like, very offensive. But, yeah. She said she once saw a ship in the sky and moments later... <laughs> <laughs> Her ovaries ache. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, mate, who has? Oh god, I've been who? A, I mean, what guy has been on a bus and got a boner? Who hasn't, mate? It's it's the tram boner. It's the equivalent. Who hasn't seen a spaceship and had a? Like Bridget, are you a, okay? You look like you, you doubled oh over. You god, okay? Uh, oh my ovaries are just fucking vibrating. An ovary ache. You guys got an ovary ache? I've got like an ovary migraine. For women who refuse to accept they may have alien children, uh-huh. Bridget said there are certain things they can look for in their lives that might, suge- oh, might suggest good, otherwise. Good tips. Okay. Good clues. Tips. These are handy for spotting hints. handy hints. If you if you have been out of sorts recently and think you may have been abducted by an alien and an alien baby, here are some handy hints. Some things to look out for. She said. Uh-huh. There are signs you can look for, such as recurring dreams about doctor's offices or classrooms, okay. missing time, and false pregnancies. These could mean you have hybrid children. I don't think they could. I, I feel like that's not enough evidence. What's the empirical data on that? Uh, yeah, I, I don't feel like that has been peer-reviewed. The pair now have plans for a place where all the hybrid mothers can live together in the oh. same home oh to act as a safe place for their children to visit. They're going to call the show. They're going to call the, the place Real Housewives of Alien Planet. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> the Real Housewives of the Milky Way. <laughs> I like, they're going to call the series, everyone's off their meds. Bridget says it will be somewhere away from the cities, somewhere where the children yeah. can visit, run free and express themselves. Oh, how bummed uh, out would you be if that hybrid kid, it's like, you're going to stay with your mum. It's like, oh, I can't. We're in the middle of nowhere. Like, they're going to want to fucking... They're going to be taking magic mushrooms and smoking weed before yeah. they know it. Suddenly, they're fucking dropout aliens. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> Real disappointment. They're meant to be the best of us all. Exactly. But they're, like, they're just fucking candle makers in Byron Bay. Working on some poetry and shit. People, He's meant to be the best of us, but all he can do is fire twirl. People say, we are crazy, but we are not. This is really happening to us. By the way, uh, most often when somebody says to someone, you're crazy, the reaction is normally, no, I'm not. This is really happening. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, no disrespect. Alien abductions have been reported ever since the early 60s. Yeah. When New Hampshire couple Barney and Betty Hill, Barney and Betty Hill, claimed claimed a flying saucer and kidnapped them. Since then, thousands of other abductees have come forward with their tales of being taken by aliens. Many claim... I love, by the way, that they're giving some background now. Like, yeah. By the way, these aren't the first people who think they've been abducted by aliens. Yeah, I, we all know that. <laughs> Many claim to have been the subject of medical or scientific experiments, while others say they were given messages warning about the future of humanity. Now... What sort of messages? Right, I love genre. Uh-huh. I love sci-fi. I don't like aliens who can tell the future. Why not? Although that makes sense. Because, Why? Why well, does it make sense? It doesn't well, make sense. Space time. Shut up. You can't just say two words together and assume that makes sense. No, because time travel is possible th- through the movement through space. So it is possible. But they, but they wouldn't know what the future is in our planet. They they might. No, that doesn't even make sense. The time wherever they were has to have already happened. And then when they travel through time, they will lose time on that journey. They can't. Like, they're not time lords. They're not traveling through, like, they're traveling through space. Yeah, you're right. They time. can't go back. They can go yeah. forward, but they can't go back. All right. You win this round. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome back to Two Idiots Argue Over Things That Neither of Them Really Know About. Mm-hmm. But you actually have to fucking put shit in your hair to make it look like you that. Look you have to comb it. I think you've got a good face for a mustache. Yeah, my hairdresser keeps telling me that. Yeah, because you've, you've got a kind of yeah. angular face. Yeah, apparently. Kind of, it would, it would you work. won't look too sex pesty. Yeah, no. not I won't have a Sam Simmons mustache. No. <laughs> Poor Sam. That, that's what had happened. Sam had accused me of stealing his material. Yeah. <laughs> you get a good mustache as well. In fact, all three uh, of us, I think, are good mustachioed gentlemen. I, I've once uh, shaved the rest of my beard and looked at myself with a mustache and I went, oh, that's what I would look like if I was the 67-year-old father of me and I was really disappointed yeah. in who he was. I looked like a cop. I, I shaved my beard into a moustache right. and I was like, cop. Yeah. Cop from the 80s. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can play cops throughout the ages. Yeah, that's right. That, that's been a real secret to your success. That's true. You're like an yeah. eternal Depend- cop. Yeah, dependable. Oh, yeah. Whatever age it is, you could cast you with a different haircut and different facial hair as a cop. Yeah. You, dip- could, you could play cop now. You could easily get cast as a cop now, but you could go cop back to... 1950s at least I reckon oh, you know 1920s mate yeah. I could go reckon? earlier you've definitely. got that much range yeah. Yeah, you yeah. could play 1920s oh yeah, stuff. yeah. If, I, if I gave myself like that sharp undercut yeah. and a comb over with a brill cream and yeah. stuff yeah. Blunders. wait for this yeah totally <laughs> wait yeah. for this lost cop it's like quantum leap with a guy who just keeps going back and forth as a cop oh, through different eras quantum cop 
Quantum Cop. Yeah. I like oh. it. That's actually something you could pitch. Quantum Cop. It's like Quantum yeah. Leap, but with a cop. It's a crime So procedural. does he control yeah. where he goes or it's random? Random crimes. Yeah, random unsolved crimes. Unsolved crimes. Oh, yeah. all the worst, most famous unsolved crimes. crimes so Jack history. the Ripper yeah. and Boston Strangler, do they Jack, catch him? Jack the Ripper's the end of season one. Zodiac yeah. when, Killer. Like, do you know what I mean? Zodiac Killer. Zodiac Killer's the end of season two. Yeah. Yeah, you could do all the big ones. JFK. Yeah, but in between you could do like little yeah, ones. Yeah, do little ones. Yeah, yeah. Howard Holt. Yeah. yeah. Harold Holt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, on par with JFK. Yeah. Harold Holt. We were all thinking it. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a down under episode, like when the Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, in the second season, yeah. when the ratings are starting to slip. Yeah, Quantum yeah. Cop down yeah. under. <laughs> <laughs> solve, solve the murder. Of- I, I yeah. feel like that show existed in the eighties in a different yeah. universe because it's too perfect. Yeah. Why Starring, hasn't that been made? Who would, who would have been in it? Would have been like a Tom Selleck, Scott Bakula type. But, yeah, but modern. Who are we putting Who's in the it? Modern no, day? it would be eighties. It'd be an eighties oh, version. Okay, so. right. Oh, we're making. Hang on. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, so sure. take someone like uh, Scott Bakula would have been too young. Don Johnson. <sighs> I mean, could yeah. he have been Quantum I like the Cop? Don. No, I think the Don was a bit too grounded for me in Miami Vice. But I think he, I think you're in the. Oh, right what about there. Tom Berenger, Quantum Cop? Yeah, but would it have been big enough with Tom Berenger? I, re- I feel like this was like 80s, I feel like this was something that like the person then went on to become a movie star. Yeah, okay. but this was their like. Oh role yeah, yeah. That, I think like, this was be- their ER for George Clooney. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. yeah that's what right. it is. It seems like it's a bit soapy when he's on. Okay, so who- but once he becomes, so we got to work out then who became a big star in the nineties. So oh, like Bruce Willis. Okay, Bruce oh, yeah. Willis, Quantum yeah, Cop. Your, yeah. Yeah, but I, I don't think he'd be right. I'm no, what about, Tom, a, what about Tom Bruce Hanks? Willis is a cop Tom across timelines. Right. Tom Hanks after his time in uh, Family no, Ties. No, it has to be Bruce Willis. Yeah, yeah, Bruce Willis. Think, we want think a more masculine. Hollywood cop, yeah. Yeah. Bruce Willis. Cop of any era. Because yeah. he's yeah. played a, like olden days cop as well, yeah. right. convincingly enough. Yeah, in, uh, in like the like Last Man Standing, wasn't he? Yeah, and he's futuristic cops. He's been all sorts of cops. He's quantum cop. He is quantum cop. He is quantum cop. Makes a lot of sense. Bruce Willis and is. now, and we also have the heading for the movie poster. Bruce Willis is quantum, quantum cop. cop. No, Bruce Everyone Willis. Goes, oh yeah, Bruce yeah. Willis is, and in brackets, and always has been. Yeah, quantum cop. Right. I love everything about this. Oh, I actually want to see a quantum cop film. Right. You know, you know what I would like is to discover this that time he's it, going forward. It'd be one of those series that flew under the radar. That you went, there were five seasons of this. Yeah, right. and when you watch it, it would be an amazing quality. You know, Bruce Willis was in Quantum Cop. Oh, I yeah, that's where he got his big break. I would, right. I would, yeah, a lot of people say Moonlighting, but I think for yeah. me... And Elizabeth Shue. Yeah. I reckon yeah. Elizabeth Shue was in it as Best well. Best work apart from Adventures in Babysitting. Oh, Quantum... Right. Was she too what young? Yeah, no, that should be right. Yeah, Elizabeth yeah. Shue. Yeah. As his... As his... She is his, like... I guess she starts off his, like, personal assistant or something, but then she she runs... Quantum Cops affairs from like yeah. a control room, right? So, the so she's the, the sidekick. Yeah, no, but, but she's, she's like not very. Um, um, she's she's not like very... the Oracle from yeah. DC. So she's not yeah. the athletic. No, so she she's just nerdy. shuffles around. She's kind of yeah. nerdy, yeah. and the thing is, they've never met because she's a sideshoe shuffle. He's moving through yeah. time streams constantly. So they never actually met in person. They only communicate. She's yeah. in this room communicating with him, but she's in love with him. Yeah, yeah. of course. And, and he doesn't he, know it. Do you want to hear this? End of season four, he goes forward in time, and he's trying to solve the murder of her. And that's how that season oh, finishes. Oh, that's amazing. That's Quantum how that season cop. finishes. Quantum and that's how the cop. series ended. Yeah, because we lose all our but fun. But since then, there's been like a real kind of petition and stuff online yeah. that yeah. maybe we could get Bruce back to do a final maybe for Netflix or whatever. Now we've got yeah. this. Oh, no, no. I've heard like the X-Files. No, I've heard they're actually rebooting it. Oh, they're, they're, they're rebooting Channing, Channing Tatum. It's Quantum Cop. Yeah, yeah, Quantum oh, Cop. I, I, I uh, watched Channing Tatum. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, grabbing the guy, they're grabbing the guy yeah. who directed Creed. 
And oh, they're doing is that the right? big screen oh, reboot yeah. of Quantum Cop. Quantum Cop. Yeah. Like on the big screen with Channing Tatum as Quantum Cop. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, I like it. I you really know. good. Who's playing Elizabeth Shue's character? Bruce um, Willis. No, Rachel. Rachel. <laughs> 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 Fucking, that's a good idea. No, yeah, Bruce, good, Bruce yeah. Willis plays Channing Tatum's dad and they've yeah. got uh, Rachel McAdams. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, well compulsory. Played. No, yeah. it's a good point. Yeah, yeah. that's really I mean, good. We have to use her anyway, so she might as well. Yeah. She's very good. I would yeah. love if any teabaggers out there who are good with, like, Photoshop or something, can you design, like, an 80s VHS-style quantum cop movie poster? <laughs> Bruce Willis is quantum cop. I love that you've asked for that. Like, yeah. that wouldn't have already actually just happened. Do you think it would have? There would have been a battle between, like... Reed Parker. Reed Parker, James Fosdyke, and Colin Geddes. <laughs> yeah, that's no It would have been, like, that scene from fucking The Dark Knight where the Joker's like, there's an opportunity coming up in an organisation and then splits the pool cue in half <laughs> yeah. and chucks it there and they have to fight each other to the death. That's what that would have been, quantum cop. Can one of Come you, on. all, can one of you if, also if draw that? If there isn't one, if there wasn't one, <laughs> Then I'm shutting down the fucking podcast. Like, <laughs> yeah. seriously. Can you do the quantum cop uh, poster and can you draw that picture of the three of you with a Paul Q fighting? I want to see that as well. <laughs> oh, that actually I want to see, would be very I want good. to see their interpretation. I would so that, like yeah. I think the poster should be predominantly kind of uh, a darkish kind of blue. I don't yes, like yes. I said that darkish blue total yeah. recall style. Yeah. It should right. be quantum yeah. cop's quantum face cop. with an obscure yeah. kind of like cosmic geometric whatever. That's the, yeah. the, that's the, e that's the time gate he uses or whatever. Yeah, sure. E equals MC squared. Like it's really yes. obvious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Written yeah. in digital clock writing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, we're going to blow the kids' minds with this bit. No one knows this. Maybe. Maybe it's even got the foil. Like, it's the oh, foil yeah. reference. Just so it looks oh, a bit more yeah. futuristic. Yes. Oh, God. I want this so bad. So, what do you think that Quantum Cop is? Because here's the thing. We we've understand what the character is, but yeah. the character is not just about the conceit of the show. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's a time-travelling cop. But what is he? Who is but Quantum what is Cop? He? How did he find himself yeah. in this situation? Like, what is he running to or from? Okay, well, let's start with the obvious comparison is Quantum Leap, right? Yes, right. of course. And he is a scientist who uh, experiment uses himself to, you know, yeah. move through time. Can you right? remind me about... We haven't talked about Quantum Leap recently, have we? Yeah, we did. We literally... Again, it's my favourite topic. That's like, yeah. that's why the TV show Quantum Leap isn't being mine more. Anyway, let's yeah. go on. Uh, so, so he's a scientist who puts himself, he experiments yeah. in himself and enters the time stream or whatever it is, the dimension stream. I would like Quantum Cop to be a little bit more Steve Rogers. He volunteers. Yeah. Oh, so to, it's yeah, like yeah. someone... To do the job that no one else because, does. Because well, that doesn't... That it's mean, dangerous. It's doesn't, a one-way trip. Yeah, but doesn't yeah. that mean that you're like, yeah, Matthew McConaughey style? Like, isn't that a thing of like, but who does he leave behind? Yeah. And this is the 80s. Yeah. And I don't think they would leave people behind too much in the 80s. It would normally be because he thought his family was killed or yeah. something like that. His and he had nothing was, less to lose. So, yeah. His, but wife, then it his wife had been but killed. But then, while he's away, time-travelling and can't come back you discover that his family wasn't actually killed. Yeah. And yeah. the one time that he wants to get back to is the one that he can't. Detective Joe Tripper was a good cop with a bad attitude. Destruction of property? Excessive force? What am I supposed to tell the DA? Tell him you're welcome. Recruited into a top-secret government program, he must go back in time and stop the most notorious crimes in history. Before they happen. Temporal access initiated. Good luck, detective. We're all counting on you. Story of my life. Oh, uh, what are you doing? 
I gotta be naked to travel through time, right? <laughs> Blast you, Neil! Would you stop telling them all that? Okay, let's go. Time is running out. On the contrary, detective. <laughs> I think you'll find where you're going, that time is running in. That makes no sense. Detective Tripper is in the time stream. What's wrong? It's becoming unstable. We're losing him. What the hell is going on? Now, trapped in shifting timelines, Joe has no choice but to complete his mission. Guided from the present by the voice of Dr. Suki Blair. We're gonna get you home, Joe. Sounds great, lady. But first, I gotta find the Zodiac Killer. How are you gonna do that? By using some old-fashioned detective work. And assuming that everyone is a Zodiac Killer. Um... Are you the Zodiac Killer? What? Maybe a punch in the nuts will refresh your memory. Jesus, who are you? Joe Tripper is Quantum Cup. Suki, what's going on? I'm inside a theater with a bunch of stiffs in suits. You're in the Ford Theater, Washington, D.C., April 14, 1865. That's supposed to mean something to me? Step aside, Yankee. Joe, that was John Wilkes Booth. He's on his way to shoot Lincoln. Story of my life. Now, where is that goddamn waiter with my snacks? Hush now with that cussing Abe. It's not very presidential. Four score and seven years ago, I gave my order. Now where the fuck is my popcorn? Wait, you're not the waiter. No, I'm John Wilkes Booth. Six Semper Tyrannosus. Tyrannus. Tyrannus. Tyrannosaurus. I hope that's Latin for take me to jail. Uh -huh. Unhand me, Yankee. Don't worry, Mr. President. I got this. Abe. Jesus, rim jobbing Christ, he shot my dick off. Get the president to a hospital. Find his dick! Make sure you don't leave without the president's dick! That rat has it in its mouth! Quick, after it! Well, Suki, give me some good news. Congratulations, Joe! You've created a new timeline in which Lincoln goes on to ensure world peace for centuries to come. And he had a new penis made out of brass and oak. Too bad I won't be around to see it. The centuries of peace or the penis? The peace. Sure, yeah, whatever. Prepare for temporal displacement, detective. Story of my life. Oh, I get it now. That's a catchphrase, isn't it? Let me try one. How about... And she's cut off by the end credits. Put that in there, Mike Al. Podcasting. Let's talk about right. podcasting, right? Because... When uh, the Earbuds uh, podcasting documentary is going to come out this year? Well, sorry. Hang on. Firstly, okay. before we get into that, the first thing I'd say about why we can't be that okay. is I don't think you can sum up what we do in a photograph. Like, I think we are an acquired taste. Yeah. 
I think that we don't. There's Boo! No, like when, Boo! A quiet taste. If you had to sell, right, you, yeah, had to, you had to pitch Tofop. Yeah. The show or the sure. umbrella organization, yeah. if you had to pitch it in a sentence, a yeah. sexy sentence, yeah. what would that sexy sentence be? It's it's nothing for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Deal. Here's $10 million. Good day, sir. Nothing for everybody. Well, you know, so like the something for is there something? Yeah. I don't think there is something for everybody. <laughs> I think in every in every Tofop podcast there will be a point where even our most ardent listeners go fuck these guys. <laughs> <laughs> At some point, At you'll some reach point, rock bottom. We'll end up talking about something because of the wide nature of this. I mean, I look at it in the numbers. Like a heaps more people listen to philosophy than listen to this, right? Because for them, that's a an easy offer, an easy offer, right? Yeah. And you know what you're getting. Whereas this, like, goes from, like, you know, some people who like the comic book shit hate the deeper shit, or some people who like the footy chat hated the, you know, whatever. It's that, mm. it's all of us. So I imagine there's a point in every single episode of this where people are like, Find fuck nothing. these guys. Yeah, nothing for everyone. Nothing for everyone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you might just be turning around on this. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know how you, I don't know how you sum up that. Yeah in a Instagram yeah, how identity, is this? a what brand is this? identity. Yeah. Like we're not, I mean, when you think of Beats by Dre, you think, uh, well, you think Dr. Dre, I guess, like that's the kind of association. We yeah. don't have, we could write off the Will Anderson thing. You're quite well known. You have a yeah, brand. Yeah, but it's not but quite it's enough. Not, it's not, but it's, it's not also, quite enough. But it's also not definable either. You know no. what I mean? Okay, what we need though. Well, we need I, gimmicks maybe we're, costumes. No, maybe we're looking at this the wrong way around. No. Maybe what we need is to get these social media influencers to start influencing people to like us. us that's a great idea right we get on tribe we put an ad right we should so use some of the patreon money yeah to put an ad on we, tribe we'll pay right. people and then we can get some sweet just people going hey great day listening to tofop <laughs> yes. that's what we need to do and the more we need to be like getting some social media influence yeah. out there and the more kind of random yeah. and incongruous oh, the, the context yeah, the no, better more, more than ever like you just like to see someone on Everest like some no. scaling Everest putting like their earbuds in wow <laughs> scaled Everest but you know what that latest tofop was hilarious yeah right hashtag tofop hashtag tofop. hashtag hilarious <laughs> hashtag Everest <laughs> hashtag summit <laughs> Hashtag climbing, hashtag ice picks. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag oh, oh, sorry, I've got gloves on. <laughs> I, uh, it's really cold up here, hashtag. <laughs> Good with hashtag first, mate. Shit, sorry. <laughs> sorry, hypothermia setting it, hashtag. Oh, I think it just again. broke off. <laughs> Still love Tofop. Yeah, no, that'd be great. I'd like to see people listening to Tofop in all kinds of unusual situations. Maybe it's got to be situations where we could tag it, everyone relax. Because that's what we've got to get the no, core message yeah, out the brand, there as well. Yeah. Because I think if there is a TOEFOP like tagline or TOEFOP like position, yeah. I think it is everyone relax. This yeah. is TOEFOP, yeah, right? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. that's kind of what this is meant to be about. It's just yeah. meant to be fun, you know? Yeah. So I think we've got to get the everyone relax. That's how Coke is it. That's right, how okay. the burgers so are better than hungry. Jacks. Situations? Yeah. All right. That's so what we do. We, we get like surf, it's like, uh, uh, what are they, air and rescue guys? You know, right. the ones who find the choppers and save people from fucking like the right. rocks and shit like that. And it's one of those ads where you see the drama, like a, a dramatic situation is about to occur. And then the person like hands the other person some headphones. headphones and then it's just like, everyone, everyone relax. relax. Yeah. This is Tofop. And then can like, we... So it's like JFK and Jackie driving along <laughs> like the street, right? And we know the scene. We've all seen it a million times. The footage, there's a brutal footage from the grassy night 
Nile and then it just pauses and then like a Jackie that we've hired yeah. and like a JFK come to life and she hands him some headphones old school ones because yeah, it's yeah, back yeah. in the day unreal, puts, unreal to real unreal to real <laughs> yeah. and then it's just like everyone relax <laughs> this is Topher yes yes it's great it's great it's kind of like a this. plane flies towards the twin no <laughs> <laughs> A pilot gets a message in from control. Nothing for everyone. Oh, yeah. It's just our, our intro music starts yeah. playing. <laughs> oh, man. No, that's fantastic. Yeah. That's a great idea. But maybe, you know, like if we really were going to cash in on people, like social media influencers, it is one of those things where you get, say, you know, say Sam from The Bachelor, right? Yep. She was originally, like, I think she won... Like, she was one of the girls, and she, like, hooked up with The Bachelor, but then he dumped her, right. like, a couple of weeks later. Okay. Right? She won it and then got dumped. Yeah. Right. So, that's your moment. Right. We, we swoop in on those oh, moments no, yeah, where right. someone's just Hot had, dogs. like, a... Hot Dogs has just been arrested for pissing in an alleyway outside a nightclub. Everyone relax. <laughs> this is Topher. <laughs> Cor- yeah, that Corey, the party guy, yes. just had that party. Yes. Burned down his parents' house. Yes. Everyone relax. So we we yeah. yes. we target people who social are social media superstars, yeah. people who explode. Chewbacca yeah. mum, Chewbacca mum, perfect. Yeah. Everyone relax. <laughs> but I know it has to be in crisis. They have to be like okay, you know, people who are famous because something shitty just happened. Ah, to okay, them. you sure. know what I mean. Like when Fabio got hit in the head <laughs> with that Sheen's seagull, got AIDS. Everyone relax. Everyone relax. <laughs> I mean, Question mark. <laughs> Like, I'd love that. The campaign's going gangbusters. All these hilarious, everyone relax, and then it's a really serious one. Charlie Sheen has AIDS, and then it's like, everyone relax? Question mark? I don't know. We should relax about that. He should probably get some treatment. Yeah, no, maybe just, yeah, don't. Yeah. 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 Maybe just pay a bit more attention. Yeah, wear a condom. You know what? There's an exception to every rule. That's our twist. That's yeah. when we bring it back the other way. Yeah. Nothing for everyone. Yeah. All right, so there yeah, you go. Yeah, we'll like solve it. that. All right, let's go and buy your fucking fur coats. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure my life can get better than this, Charlie. So is there not something to be said for the fact that maybe, you know, this is the time to shit the box? I think so. Right? I think so. Well, you know, here's the one thing I'll, I'll say is that everything ends, change is ine- inevitable. I think the danger or the anxiety comes into things are great. I don't want them ever to change. Like right. I want to freeze this moment right now. I have that feeling constantly. Like I'm, I've had such a great, you know, considering what's happened to me in the last year, I've actually had a really great year. Okay. And part of that is to do with where I live. I love where I live now and I love early in the morning going down, I'll just walk past the ocean, I'll stare out the water and I'm like, I feel so lucky. Like I feel so grateful. And then the immediately following thought is, you can't let this end. Like if this ends, you know, like you've got to maintain this. If you, if you let this go, then you'll fucking, you'll hate yourself the rest of your life. And it's like, holy shit. Like where did that come from? But I think that isn't that, that feeling that, Everybody gets at a certain stage and that moment where people go, oh, well, that person's sold out or that person's blah, blah, blah. It's, it's, it's rarely about that. It's often about you having something now that you like. Mm. And it's not a bad thing to have something you like. Like I've always said, oh, I'll never do radio again, never do commercial radio again. Except, you know, if I had a couple of kids and suddenly I wanted to, you know, like, you know, send them to school and needed some money for them and the best way for me to earn that money was some commercial radio job. Mm. My, if my priorities and environment were different, I have no problem with reprioritizing to suit mm. the environment. And 
if you like living where you live and it makes you happy to see the ocean every day, I can understand how there's part of you mm. as a human being inside you that says, don't fuck this up. Yeah. Well, it's, I, I, I was reading this book and they talked about, I can't remember what the actual, what the psychological name for it is, but it's, if you show people a, like if you imagine a, a clip, a movie clip, and it's a happy family, it's Christmas day, they just bought a tree and they're driving back home. And, you know, you, inside the car, the kids are all singing. Mum and dad are singing. They're holding hands and stuff. They're flying down the highway. What's the next thing that happens? Oh, sorry. What, like, what do you think I'm going to say? Tell me. That they get into an accident. Right. They, yeah. Yeah, okay. Is that what you think? Yes. Okay. I imagine. Okay. Yeah, so sure. that is okay, sure. 99% of people, you give them that scenario. That's what I overthought. Say. Like, I was like... It was like I was going for a job at Google. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, Wait, in my head, I was going, hang on, are you trying to say that women can't be doctors? It's about women can't be doctors, right? <laughs> Will, what are your worst qualities? <laughs> uh, I'm a perfectionist. Some people say I overanalyze things, but I, I think those people are really, here's my opinions on them. I work too hard. I occasionally shit in litter boxes. Yeah, well, well I potentially do. <laughs> I mean, if the idea of the multi-universe is true and all things, all scenarios exist at once, even the idea that we've introduced this idea means that somewhere, I think that's a very pop science way of explaining that, but it is kind of that idea of like, if it's, you know, if every moment like that, you know, separates off into those different universes, mm. by us even imagining this or actualizing this somewhere it happened. Yeah. It'd be interesting to pop my head in and see how that guy's life went. So you would I guess that's the West world I really want. Right. I want the West world where you could take kind of like a choose your own adventure of your own life, mm -hmm. where you could go back to pivotal moments where you made a decision. Sliding door moments. That's that's your fucking West world. If you could go into sliding doors, so you you just go, hey, I want to go back to fifteen mm -hmm. when like when I, I decided Jenny Wells right on the nose, and I want to see how my life plays out yeah. in that scenario. You could charge people. A lot of fucking money for that. Like, yeah. how much fun would that be? Just to go yeah. back to random so points in your life. Basically, they scan your brain. They have a more yeah. detailed map of your memory than anyone. Right. And they can go through. They take you on a tour of your history, and they say, "Oh, we found peaks in these particular moments of your life." Uh, it was. Do you remember a, a blonde girl? And you're like, "Oh my god!" Da, da, right. and like, okay, well, we can reactivate that moment for you. Would you like to live that moment again? And right. You can choose to go back into that moment, but play it out. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. Right. Uh, copyright Tofop. <laughs> We call it Brain World. <laughs> Name pending. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, I guess that's the thing. You like the older you get, and I guess that's where that sort of angst comes from from people is you feel more locked into your decisions and you wonder whether like I've had some financial trouble this year. And again, by the way, when I say I have financial trouble, I have like trouble his, go his gold toilet went flush yeah exactly like you know it turns out that that truffle toilet paper <laughs> doesn't flush down the gold toilet i mean you know i have a mortgage in a harborside suburb like when my sort of financial trouble is not i don't have like four dollars for the bus it's you know maybe a couple of months from now i won't have enough money to cover my mortgage you know so those it, i understand they are very different scale of things but part of the reason that i don't have that is over this period of my life where it's been going very well I have kind of wasted my fucking time doing this podcast. So, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, this, uh, this is years. the end of Tofop because I've come up with my new idea for that artificial <laughs> world. So I'm just going to go and work with Elon Musk on that idea and fuck you all. Fuck you.
please contribute to the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> that should be a, a new level on our Patreon. We should put in a, like a $10 million level so for people our... who want to contribute to us developing artificial intelligence for our Choose Your Own Adventure Yeah, we, no, but we don't have to develop artificial intelligence. Uh, we virtual just need to reality. Map, we just need to map the... Well, yeah. I don't know if it's even virtual reality. I reckon it's we map out the brain because they're doing this already. Like the strides they've made in uh, studying the brain. They reckon they've learnt more in the last 10 years than they learnt in 500 years of astronomy because of all the machines they can use. But they're getting close to mapping out dreams. Like they have very, very crudely, they can get people to think of a boat in the same way that Todd Sampson controlled that helicopter with his brain because yep. it's based on brain waves. When you think lift, your brain does this. They're starting to map out what visual images do, the patterns you see in the brain. So I don't think you'd be far off being able to go through someone's entire neural history and find all these maps and then it'd be a case of like decoding what these event, events mean right so all we're really doing it is in some sort of like it's a uh, like a what's the, opera, what's opera, the technology we know operating theater oh no no, no. We, we people don't want to come in and like it's got to be like some a scan and then like a uh, and, and then like a headset or something do you know what i mean people like understandable technology like a, all right so like a like so this. like a virtual reality you put yeah. goggles on and it's like a nice comfortable helmet it's a helmet. To, yeah, yeah, okay. Like a Magneto-style helmet. Yeah. I quite like that. Yeah, that's filled with snakes. <laughs> you happy? What was wrong with an operating theatre? Well, that's what you get when you ask me to design your new I just, deployment hey, strategy. mate, there's no bad ideas. I just thought maybe we could just make it a little less terrifying <laughs> to people. Anyway. Well, so you got we'll snakes. operate on your brain. <laughs> So I'm laughing because Mike Hal normally counts us in and he, just before he counted us in, he said, we're doing TOEFOP, uh, aren't we? And Will said, yes, please. <laughs> and I was like, ah, oh, it's so polite. Yeah, yes, please. One TOEFOP. <laughs> One order of piping hot TOEFOP. Please. Please. Thank you very much. I don't think anyone has used please and TOEFOP in the same sentence before. I think that please I've got will pre- you turn off? Please will you turn off that tofop? Maybe. Uh, I think that I have reasonably good manners when it comes to saying please and thank you to people. What about you? No, you're extremely polite. In fact, I think you are polite to a fault. Like you are so considerate about other people. Sometimes I see you tie yourself into knots because you have a very simple objective, such as, oh, maybe we can get into the pub through this door. But you will stop and chat to whoever is standing outside the door, whether or not there's security or not. And explain what you want to do. Is that okay to get their permission? And is this the door we need to go through? Thank you. Sorry to trouble you. Is that all right? I'm like, well, just fucking go through the door. Deal with the consequences later. I mean, I never really realized about that about myself, but you are absolutely right. <laughs> that is exactly what I am like. <laughs> I'm like Jason Bourne if Jason Bourne stopped to explain his plans to everybody. Yeah. I mean, anyone would think you were like Hugh Grant or something. Right. Not because they're apologizing, but because you have sex with prostitutes. <laughs> right. That's just a separate, separate topic. Sorry. I mean, I felt people would get that anyway. Speaking of um, prostitutes. Oh, here we go. Sex workers. I have a story. Okay. Um, oh, hang on. All right. Hello. Next time on Home and Away. <laughs> I was in uh, the junction, um, uh, which is bon- a, a Bondo shop- junction. Sh- shopping uh, district near where uh, Gemma and I live. And Gemma wanted to go to the gym, and so I had some time to kill. 
And I was like, I wouldn't mind getting a massage. But, you know, there's a couple of places I go to in the area. Oh, you know where this is going? Oh, well, I, 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 look, maybe it's got a Westworld-style twist <laughs> underneath it, Charlie. But I reckon if this was some sort of game show and I needed to have a guess, I'd lock in an answer right now. <laughs> what is a state of embarrassment for Charlie? <laughs> All right, tell me more. Uh, so I did a quick Google of, um, you know, a place in there. I was looking for a Thai massage. I like Thai massage uh, because it's a mix of massage and also they, they'll stretch and all that kind of stuff. Okay. So I came up with these three places and I had time. So I, I thought I'll just wander around and get a vibe and work out which is the place that will get my business. And so the first sure. two I went to, it's like, oh, I don't know. You know, one of them seemed like, one was set up like a strange medical lab it was almost like if you were making a b-grade movie in the 80s set in the future and you wanted to do like a lab that's what this massage place looked like it was just a little too trying to be clinical like it was all white walls the receptionist was wearing like a white button-up jacket you know it, it was it was like they were overcompensating for the lack of scientific process that was going to go into the massage. Right, yeah. The wider the lab coats, the less actual science going on in that lab. Because you know, like most massage places you go into and they'll have like a little leaflet, a little menu of, you know, what you can get. Well, that was what I was about to say. What are you looking for? What is your ideal environment you want to find yourself in? Well, I, I wanted a, a, a deep tissue remedial style massage uh-huh. with elements of kind of like stretching so with a Thai massage they'll 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 work on the knots in your back and then they'll like grab your arms and bend your backwards like a pretzel and stuff and I kind of that's what I felt like I needed so remedial pretzel. good deep, you wanted the pretzel I wanted the pretzel but yeah. the, the, I, what I really wanted was just someone who knew what they were doing I would have gone for like a, a sports massage or whatever if I felt like this place was the place so this first sure. one I go so, to so what you want is an experienced practitioner over the style of massage so you'd exactly. ideally like a Thai massage, but if it's like a if it's someone who's really good at Swedish, you'd rather take them than somebody who's just okay at Thai. Yeah, and okay. and I'm not going to go in for like uh, I wasn't looking for a relaxation massage or a, like a Hawaiian. Have you ever had a Hawaiian massage? What is a Hawaiian massage? It's 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 uh, it's interesting. I don't look. I've had one because it was recommended to me by someone who said it's quite holistic and I don't know if I'm using that word in the correct way but the idea being that it's not just about sort of rubbing the muscles it's also about like a mental cleansing and blah 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 so when I went to get the Hawaiian massage the woman explained like because I said oh my shoulder's been really tight and blah 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 and she said okay I just explained to you we don't treat sort of injuries it's not like a sports massage or anything it's more it's a sort of long broad strokes uh, and it's, uh, a, it's like based on Hawaiian tradition, like spiritual tradition. So they, there's some like, uh, breathing to expel negative energy and all this kind of stuff. Um, and you've got to be completely naked. <laughs> so <laughs> this is not the story I'm going to tell. I but, feel uh, like, by the way, just, can I just say the Hawaiians have really nailed the massage market. They're like... <laughs> You know what? We could be like, you know, the tie or whatever and get really involved, but that's really physical. Uh, how about we just do one where we don't really have to do that much, just like long strokes, <laughs> well, and then no, we just kind of actually... put our hands over them a bit, oh, and they're naked. They should be naked. Yeah. <laughs> it actually is quite an intense... It's, I think it's called a kahuna massage, uh-huh, and it is yeah, quite... It is. <laughs> it's quite physical for the masseuse because literally... <laughs> so just say they're, they're doing the back of your leg, uh-huh. They will start. They will put their wrist on the uh, on your Achilles, and then they will run their entire arm up your calf and the back of your thigh using the elbow. So it's like 
these long, oh, there we go. It's a Lomi Lomi massage. Mike Hell knows what's up. What did you call it? Lomi Lomi. Yeah, but what did you call it before that? The big kahuna? K- kahuna. No, it, oh, the kahuna a, massage. Yeah. Or the Lomi Lomi. Yeah. <laughs> They're not very similar, really, are they? <laughs> no, but the place I went to, I think, was called Kahuna Massage. Right, but isn't what is Kahuna kah- also what? Like, a, like a slang term for people's breasts, right? Really? Yeah, Kahuna. Kahuna, right? Is that not right? I Am I not right so. about that? If I just made have that you, up. E- have, have you ever used it? Kahunas. She's got big kahunas. No, I think you've mixed up hooters and kajungas. <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean, what? There's a lot of words that are meaningless, which you could say to me, and I would guess that you were talking about boobs. Like if the, if the sound has a kind of wobble sound in it. All right, hang on. A kahuna is a wise man or a shaman. Right. Okay. So that would make sense because they do this kind of prayer and they, you know, they expel bad energy and stuff. Oh, well, that's where that, ex- that's where that expression, the big kahuna comes from. Oh, I need to say right. the big kahuna, right? Like, you yeah. know, the biggest the, wise the great man, sage. the wisest wise man. So that massage, it is enjoyable because it's like, you know, it's, you're naked and someone's rubbing oil on you. So how bad can it really be? But personally for me, it's like, I need someone to actually attack the injured or the tight muscle in my body. So that's, what I was looking for. So um, 80s sci-fi place, they had the little leaflet and photocopied. You know when you get like a leaflet from a $2 shop or something and the photocopy, it's not, the, the typeset's not quite right. You know, like the image is kind of skew if, like it looks like a really cheap copy. So it was one of those and it had the, what, what I assumed on first inspection was the, you know, that medical symbol, that dagger with the snake going around it or whatever the, you know, the, right. you know, that, yeah. uh, whatever that symbol is. But then you looked at it and it was actually just a collection of shapes <laughs> that they sort of like created like a logo that sort of mimicked whatever the medical association logo is, but wasn't actually that. Um, it's like, you know, going to Bali and getting like a, 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 re, a, re, a Rebeck t-shirt. Right. Rebook. In the, yeah, Rebook. You guys, you guys wear, wear your Rebooks to the library, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I kind of said, okay, ruling that one out, not going to go there. Then I found another place that was a tie joint, but I like to go to um, places where you can get like a, a, a separate room. Cause you know, if you're in a shopping center or whatever, I'll just drag up a sheet or whatever. Uh-huh. And that doesn't help me relax. Um, I have a, I have a phobia of people like seeing me asleep. Like I don't like the idea of people observing me while I'm kind of prone so I need like a door that locks. I don't want, I don't know, just a curtain separating me from the outside world. So place two, gone. So then I look at this last place and I'm reading the Yelp reviews and it's all like five stars, five stars and men and women saying, oh, this is great. They're so friendly. It's the most relaxing massage I've ever had. And I'm like, okay, cool. Well, you know, I don't like the first two. Hopefully third luck's a charm. Right. So I walk down uh, about two blocks and as I'm approaching the address, um, I see there's a, a bench outside and there's this like middle-aged man and he's wearing kind of like sneakers, sort of boardies, um, like an Oakley t-shirt, Oakley shades. And he's got a pack of smokes in one hand and he's just like, you know, the, you know, the kind of drag that dudes do where it's like just really getting every last bitter nicotine out of that cigarette, like real yeah, just you, tight grip. When, when they're doing that okay kind of symbol with their yeah. fingers to like drag yeah, between it out. The, yeah, index and thumb, you know, and just really just sucking down. So as I'm getting closer, the guy sees me approaching and looks at me and goes, nice. 
<laughs> I'm like, all right, that's, that's weird. And I didn't really put two and two together. I thought right. maybe, maybe he's checking me out. Maybe I'm, I'm nice. And I'm like, all right. So I just you know, give him a bit of a nod and go up the stairs. I get into the place and I'm greeted by this Thai girl. And I'm like, okay, good start. Like, looks like sure. I'm getting the Thai massage. But then I'm like, gee, she's awfully dressed up. For like a masseuse, normally they wear kind of like a pajama or, you know, like a nurse's kind of, you know, smock and, and kind of like fisherman pants or whatever. But she's like doled up, you know, she's wearing this black satin top, lots of makeup, you know, uh, earrings and stuff like that. And she's like, now, oh, hey, hey, come in, come in, come in. Let me, let yeah. me ask you this question. Are you at this point in any way suspicious, like with now the guy downstairs and the slightly overdressed uh, is there in your mind at any stage at this point any suspicion that something weird's going on a hundred percent like <laughs> it was like okay so you've seen that new okay okay go video that everyone's posting online Have yeah you seen that? it's good it's and it real, happens in, it, you know what it's really good it happens in 4.6 seconds but there's a huge story unfolding in between all that so that's kind of what this right. is like well they, they the shot it in they shot a bit of footage that goes for 4.7. I mean, people may have or may not have seen it by now, but so they shot the thing that go, and then they stretch it out in slow mo, and it becomes this story of the film clip. It's very, it is very stunning to watch. So, at what point do we stop? Because people, it was very cool for a while to write off OK Go as being like, oh, love their film clips, hate their music, but they consistently produce these brilliant music videos. Do we now have to sort of put them in a different category where it's like, okay? You know, they're, they're making art videos or they're making, you know, because it's not about the music, really. It's about the, the music video. No, I, I, I was thinking that exact same thing today. I said, they're now doing something that's all their own. Yes. Like, I mean, even this song that goes to this isn't a new song. This is like some song from 2014 or whatever. Like, I think oh, really? they've, yeah, I think even OK Go have gone, you know what? Even we don't want to hear our own music. We don't need to write a new song for this. Let's concentrate on having a new cool idea for the video clip. But they have had a new cool idea for the video clip. I thought they had OK Gone. You know what I mean? Like, I thought it was all over for OK Go. They had their fucking moment in the sun. Because it's hard to keep coming up with cool concepts. But this one's a cracker, I reckon. Yeah, it's awesome. So, uh, yeah, it was, this was my OK Go moment with uh, more potential for sex. Right. Um, so I, like you, am polite. So when the girl said, come and come in, I didn't want to embarrass her or anything. So I thought, well, I'll just give myself a logical reason to leave that doesn't sort of, you know, shine a spotlight on what may be going on or embarrass anyone. So I said, oh, do you have a, a menu of, of what's available? And she said, no, no, just it's a, it's a really relaxing oil massage. Just come this way, come this way. She's quite keen for my business. And I said, oh, look, sorry. I'm looking for a very specific style of massage. I need like remedial sports massage. Right. It's fine. Uh, I'll find somewhere else. On my cock. <laughs> <laughs> so I wheeled around and went uh -huh. back down the stairs. And because the guy on the bench is at the foot of the stairs. Right. So I step out and, he's, <laughs> and he looks at me and he's like sort of confused because, I mean, some dudes are quick, but that was really quick. Um, and then he said, what did he, he said along the lines of, uh, they're good, right? And I was like, what do you come here for? <laughs> and he said, what do you reckon? And I'm like, okay, we're all on the same page there. <laughs> but it did get me thinking, hand jobs. 
Yeah. Very difficult to master. Like, here's the problem when you're giving a handjob. I imagine uh-huh. if you're a, a gay guy or a girl is you are attempting to perform something on someone who is an expert. You're about to cook a meal for Gordon Ramsay. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm going to pay for sex, I think a handjob would probably be the last thing that I'd pay for. Here's what I'm going to say about the, your analogy just for the second. I reckon a meal always tastes better if someone else prepared it for you. So I think that it, despite the fact that Gordon Ramsay might be able to cook better himself, he'd be wrapped to have a night out of the kitchen. He's always in the kitchen, yeah. Gordon. Well, you know it depends I mean? so. If the meal was cooked by his wife then I think he'd be like, oh, yeah, that was a good meal, you know, because there's something associated with it. It's, it's, it's about being together and having that meal. If a stranger came up to Gordon Ramsay and said, here's something I whipped up, he may be more hesitant. Or if Gordon Ramsay had gone to a restaurant that he thought was a bit sus and they'd <laughs> brought out a meal before he had a chance to walk out, I don't know that he would necessarily eat that meal because he's not sure of the quality of the meal. Okay, well, here's the thing I will say about like you say that you're the expert in like the hand job, but to be honest, here's what I, uh, I've never really thought about this, but now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like I've stumbled onto something like, don't you just mostly keep with the style you first developed like for yourself, like you, for yourself, you kind of like develop some sort of style early on. Like everyone I imagine develops Maybe not. Maybe I'm completely wrong on this. But you develop in your first couple of years your own style. And then you know what gets the job done for you. So it's not like you then go out of your way and go, like, have you ever Googled, you know, best way to give yourself a hand job or best? Like, I don't get fancy shit involved in that process. I'm sure there's things I could, like, electrocute myself with or stick in different places (laughs) or oils that I could heat up or whatever the fuck it is that would make it better. But I've just decided... Like that, uh, that'll do. So I think your Gordon Ramsay analogy is wrong. It's more like me going out for dinner because I'm like, well, this person probably is better because they like cook dinner every day. Whereas I'm not, I don't cook dinner that often. I just need someone (laughs) to cook dinner for me. (laughs) Maybe. I guess it's like, you know, when it comes to yourself, you are like a seventh Dan black belt, right? So you know know all the moves. You know all the moves. But there is a repertoire to choose from depending on the situation in which you find yourself. If you're fighting, you know, five on one, you're going to use different parts of your repertoire than if it was just you and one on one. So depending on what you are using, what material you're using with your meal, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like the circumstances of your meal, where your meal is. The time frame of your meal? I don't know. Okay, I don't think I can follow the analogy anymore. But my point <laughs> being that, but what about the idea of sensitivity? Like in in that you, yes, of they, course, they, you, you, you know more about what it is that makes you feel good. But what you cannot mm. do is be someone else's hands. Like, you know, you, you are attached to your own body. So it feels in a different way to what somebody else is like. You know, somebody else touching you feels like. Me touching myself doesn't feel like somebody else touching me in any way. Yeah, I guess it's that thing of you can't tickle yourself, right? There is like something that well, happens. You, well, you can tickle yourself, but you can't. Like, it's not like your body isn't <laughs> capable of like doing this tickle, 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 tickle. I'm tickling myself it's, right now. But it, it doesn't make you... 
it doesn't yeah. make you laugh or, or whatever right. because you can you're anticipating it yeah so all right all right i mean i'm lost in the analogy as well but we'll wrap up by saying oh i'm charlie clausen i'm will anderson <laughs>